Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about you get what you fight for. So I'll explain that a little bit. There's a a lot of people out there in the personal development realm. If you listen to speakers and teachers and trainers, they'll, they'll talk about this a lot. And I'll explain how that's not always true because sometimes you don't get what you fight for. You get what you fight against. So I'll explain that a little bit and give you three examples, uh, that, you know, pretty much anybody can relate to and, uh, really give you an idea of if you're not going to fight, what could you do instead? A different way of thinking. Uh, if you have not listened to our teaching on making fear your friend at some point, maybe you've been involved in a course, a class, a challenge, or listened to a, a previous podcast, listen to this podcast first. And then I highly recommend that you follow the, the link that we've, we've put in the description for our search engine and put in the keyword, make fear your friend. And it will walk you through more of that process of, of how to, uh, make fear your, your, not just your friend, but your ally, um, uh, respect them, honor them, Uh, learn from them so that you can move forward and actually use the law of attraction in the way that it's meant to be used. Okay. You may want to take notes for this one. There is quite a few things that I I share in here that, that you might want to write down. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So I was talking to a mentor the other day and we were talking about this idea of you get what you fight for. Now, this is something that another mentor shared with me several years ago. And I was like, yes, that's right. Um, you get what you fight for. Right. Um, and, and the, the essence of that is really that when you fight for the things that you want, you get it, right? So you think about all the positive things that you want in this life. You've got to go after it. You've got to do something to get it, right? And that is true. Okay. I'm not here to tell you that that is, is a lie. However, there's a subtle little difference here. I think we need to tease out. So what you fight for, you get, uh, but the positives and the negatives that you have in your life are, are both true when it comes to this law. So really we're talking about the law of attraction. Okay. Um, so uh, when I, I, I want to clarify this, though, that when I say positives and negatives, uh, the only reason why I'm using that is because that's a term that we as humans understand. Uh, positive and negative, really, you get to determine if it's positive or negative, right? So just know that, that when I use those terms, that's what I mean. So this law of attraction um, is really that your thoughts, your feelings, your words, your actions, they, they attract the people, circumstances, um, situations, conditions of your life. It's like all of your thoughts, feelings, words, and actions create the super magnet that attract all of that into your life. Okay. Now, you know, that, that can either be a good thing or a bad thing. How it's how you look at it, right? When you can look at the results that are happening in your life, right? So um, let's say your bank account, your schedule book, your relationships, your, you know, status at work, you look at whatever result that you're tracking in your life, you can know based on what is happening in your life, what is happening on your inside. So your, your inner self, your, your current version of yourself, 
You can know that based on the results that are happening in your life. Okay. Now, I want to tease apart a couple things here. Uh, this law of attraction has become very common, you know, in, in recent history. It's definitely very common now. Uh, if you look up law of attraction, you'll see a ton of speakers uh, and trainers in the personal development realm talk about the law of attraction. Um, things like vision boards, uh, words of the year, your goals, um, uh, visualizing what you want, which all of those are important. Okay. Please understand all of those are important. And quite frankly, we've done teachings on each one of those. However, I want to talk about the opposite because we tend to think of the law of attraction is woohoo. This is awesome because I want something. So I'm going to put that law into effect to get what I want. All right. But there's an opposite to that because there's always an opposite. You also get what you fight for, all right? So, so you know, yes, it applies to the things that you want. And this is based on the quote, Ralph Waldo Emerson, where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? Where you put your attention and intention is what you're going to get, right? Or as many of my educator friends know, what you measure um, gets funded, okay? Um, so many people don't really reflect on the opposite of the law of attraction that you get what you fight against. Okay. So it's not just that you get what you fight for the thing that you want, but you also get the thing that you fight against because you're putting your attention and your energy towards those things, which is fulfilling this law of attraction. So let me give you a couple examples. So, um, I think about money. I often get clients come to me and say, I need to work on my money mindset, right? Uh, and the issue isn't that they're not thinking about what they want because they are, but the problem is that they're spending a lot of time thinking about what they don't have or thinking about, um, let's say if you're in debt, right? Um, so you're, you're focusing on taking care of your debt and saving money as opposed to focusing on what can I do to bring more money in my life and make it more welcome. Okay. So one thing you're fighting against, which is that debt and the other you're fighting for, which is making money welcome. Now, when you are fighting for and against something, your subconscious gets very confused. It doesn't know what to do with that. And therefore your thoughts, feelings, words, and actions are confusing, if you will, the universe. And you cannot use this law of attraction. You cancel it out. Okay. Another example, uh, let's say you're focusing on your health. You want to, you want to be a healthier person. So, uh, I have, we just ran, a uh, spiritual weight loss challenge a couple of weeks ago. Amazing time, actually 60 people. Uh, and it was just an amazing experience. And yes, we're going to do it again in the future. I'll let you know at some point when we, when we do it again, because I know many of you, um, heard it about, heard about it a little later and you wanted to jump in. We'll do that again later. I promise. But when you're focusing on your health, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on, um, you know, how skinny you want to be? Are you focusing on how much energy you want to have? Um, or are you focusing on, oh my gosh, you know, this, this is my, my number for the weight, right? Or looking in the mirror and saying, oh my goodness, I'm so fat, right? What are you focusing on? Because whatever you're focusing on, that's what you're going to get. So if you're fighting for the thing that you want, 
So for example, for me, I'm always about energy. Energy management is huge to me. So realizing that, uh, you know, there are certain foods that do not energize me. And so I don't want to have any part of those anymore. Um, and that there are certain times of, of the day that I need to do certain activities that tend to be more healthy, such as, you know, going for a walk at lunchtime. Um, I'm actually eating less food for lunch and I'm walking more at lunchtime because I feel like that gives me more energy, right? So I'm focusing on what do I want more of? So that's the fighting for something. Um, but I'm not looking at the things I don't want. So I don't weigh myself. I don't, uh, you know, look in the mirror and spend a lot of time thinking about how my body is not what I want it to be. Uh, because I know that when I focus on that, I'm going to get more of, of that. Uh, another example is working with kids. Uh, you know, maybe you have your own kids or maybe you're a teacher. We all want our children to be successful, right? However, sometimes I find that as I'm working with people who are working with children, uh, they're focused on, gosh, I don't know a better way to say this, but they're focused on the wrongs. Okay. So, so a child is doing something and all of a sudden they're saying or doing something that is uh, not acceptable. And so they'll come to me and say, Michelle, this kid is a little out of whack. Help me understand their behavior. Uh, and really what they're focusing on are the, you know, small percentage of things where this child is not succeeding. Well, what do you think you're going to get? Number one, you're probably going to see that child as less successful, especially compared to other kids. And you, because you see them as less successful, you might go into over control or over functioning with that child. And that child might catch that and realize probably at a subconscious level what's happening. And they might have more wrong things that come about. And so, you know, your focus on the wrongs is really bringing about more of that. Okay. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard just this week that from different clients, some version of, I just need to do better, think better thoughts and fight against blank. And I've said, no, you don't. You need to stop fighting. And of course, everybody looks at me like I've got three heads. What are you talking about? You're my coach. You're supposed to encourage me to fight. No, I don't want you to fight. You, you know, the old um, phrase, live by the sword, die by the sword. Uh, so, so basically how you live your life is how your life is going to end. Uh, I think if you fight through life, you're going to die fighting. So there is a different way to look at this. So for me, I want to live in harmony with what I want and understand what I don't want. All right, let me say that again, because you might want to write that down. I want to live in harmony with what I want and understand what I don't want. Okay, so there's no fighting there. There's harmony and understanding. So an example of this would be, um, you know, money. All right. So definitely visualize what you want, right? So I, I do that often. I visualize what I want. 
Um, I, and I've done that for a long time. Actually, you know, sometimes I even invoice people based on bills that I have. Right. So, um, I, I had a contract not long ago and I was like, you know what, I'd really like to pay off, you know, these, um, bills basically that I had, and it came up to a certain amount. And so somebody said, you know, what, what would you charge for this event? And I was like, oh yeah, here's what I would charge. And they're like, yeah, sure. I'll pay that. I was like, perfect. Uh, I, I didn't worry about, am I charging my value? Am I like, I didn't go into the psychology of pricing. I just said, I have a bill to pay. You, are you going to pay this bill? Yes. Perfect. Awesome. Right. So you can visualize what you want and definitely put out a plan. Okay. So I, the law of attraction, a lot of people, what I find is that, you know, they'll show up and they're like, oh, I'm just working on manifesting all this. And, and they mean that they're sitting and visualizing and meditating, but they're not necessarily putting a plan together to make it work. I think you need both. Okay. And I also try to understand and accept where I'm at. So today we're going to be paying bills. It's a bill paying day. Uh, every two weeks I sit down and I, I see the, the whole landscape of where I am uh, personally and professionally as far as money goes. I want to understand where we're at. And then I also want to ask myself the question, how can I make money more welcome? You know, one of the things I've learned is that, uh, you know, unfortunately, my, my husband and I got into a situation with some debt, so we're paying off some debt. I've learned the snowball technique, right? So you pay off a, a credit card that has the highest interest. And as soon as that one's paid off, you, you keep the same amount of payment, you just transfer it to a different card. So that's a way of making money welcome in our life. Okay. Uh, we're also looking at different sorts of investments, especially real estate. How can we invest uh, personally and professionally in some real estate that's going to give us some return? Okay. So I'm not fighting debt. I'm trying to understand where I'm at and invite what I really want into my life. Does that make sense? Okay. So as far as health goes, uh, I'm trying to understand what are the needs and the fears that are leading up to my current health situation. So for example, we know um, that there are 25 emotions that when you have traumas, dramas, and stresses, especially in childhood, and you have those emotions and they are not processed out. So you don't have somebody in your life who's helping you understand those emotions and, and do something with them. Uh, maybe you, you haven't really worked on things like talk therapy or counseling, um, or, uh, you know, you're just trying to make it through the day. You can't think about the last 40 or 50 years that you've been through, um, and process those emotions. So, Knowing that that the, those emotions are inside you helps you understand how you can, might get to the point or how I might get to the point of where I'm at right now. So listening and understanding and then doing something about it as opposed to fighting, you know, the version of myself that I think might be fat. Okay. And I also am trying to see my body as already healthy. My body is healthy. And then asking myself the question, how could I be even more healthy? So that guiding question is pushing me forward towards what I want in the future. And because my thoughts, my words, my actions, my feelings are related to how can I be more healthy? How can I have more energy? I'm seeing the manifestation or expression or result of that thinking. 
So I am coming into alignment with the law of attraction. I'm not doing it at the expense of my past self. Okay. I, I think about kids, you know, when you catch them doing good and you steer them towards what you want them to do, they automatically become successful. So, you know, with my three kids, obviously they all have different personalities. They have different skills. They have different passions. Taking all of that into account, you know, I can't look at one and say, oh, you're really good at this, but you're not, not as good as, as your brother or sister in this regard. And so now we've got to fix that. I've got to look at it and say, you know what? You are really good at X, Y, and Z. How can I bring X, Y, and Z into the thing that you're maybe not so good at? Okay. So looking at it as how can I bring more of what you're already good at into those places where, you know, might not be working for you. So how can I fight for something or honor it, respect it, live in harmony with that and move you forward, but not at the expense of blame, shame, and guilting you. Okay. So in essence, what I'm talking about here is you know, there's a, a lot of teachers out there in the personal development world that will talk about fighting your fear, right? You just got to stand up to your fear and tell it who's boss and move on. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> you got to stop fighting your fear. That's the problem because you're fighting your fear and you're just going and trying to do something and you're bringing your fear with you. And the reason why you're stuck or you're limited is because that fear is coming with you into the next thing that you're trying to do. And so you're attracting more fear. All right. So you say, Michelle, okay, I understand that logically, but how do I do that? Well, you need to make fear your friend where fear comes and tells you all the things that you need to know so that you can move ahead. So you're really honoring and respecting fear for what it is. Now, I'm not going to go through a whole teaching on how to do that because we've already done that. Uh, I will put in the description our search engine link. If you would like to understand how to make fear your friend, go in and put, you know, I think you can put that term, uh, make fear your friend right into the search engine and it should bring up a couple things for you. Okay. I think we've done a podcast, maybe even a couple videos on it. So the result is when you stop fighting your fear and you make fear your friend is that you, you get exactly what you're hoping to attract. Okay. Now there is one teeny tiny caveat here, and I do need to mention this because I know somebody's going to ask me about this. There are times when something happens in your life and you have not attracted it. Okay. Uh, it is something that has showed up and, and typically the reason why it's there is to teach you a lesson. Usually it's to work on some character flaw or, um, you know, to, to give you a better draft. I like to say of your life. Some examples might be a sickness or an injury that just shows up and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why this is here. Right. Uh, I'll reference, uh, a couple months ago, actually just a month ago now when uh, I and my family were diagnosed with, with COVID. Uh, we did all the things to prevent it. Um, I definitely was not attracting it into my life. However, when it was here, I immediately went into how can I honor you COVID while you're here, right? And, and if you look back at past episodes, you'll, you'll see my or hear my story about that. 
And I truly believe that COVID came to me specifically with my, my past and my, my history, my medical history, so that I could show people there's a different way to look at this. Okay. Uh, I think about other people who have gone through uh, such traumatic things. I, uh, I think of Viktor Frankl. Uh, he was a psychologist that went through um, uh, the concentration camps in World War II, and he wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And that situation, let me tell you, he did not uh, use the law of attraction to go into a, a concentration camp. Okay. He did not manifest that that for himself. However, it was brought into his life so that he in particular could, uh, what we call transmute or transform it into something good. Okay. Now, a lot of my friends will look at this one small little caveat and they will interpret that everything quote unquote bad in their life has come so that they can turn it into good. Yes. I mean, on a certain level, I do believe that. However, they also miss the grand opportunity that this thing calls to you to say, hey, let's sit and reflect on this. So before you automatically assume this has been attract, I, that, oh, I definitely didn't attract this, this into my life. This must be a lesson for me to turn it into good. Before you go there, I really want you to sit and think about, is there anything that I am thinking, saying, doing, or feeling that is attracting this to me? Okay. So do that thinking first. And if you really do a self-examination and you find, no, I can't find anything here, then it could possibly be that it's a lesson for you so that you can turn it into good. Okay. Awesome. So stop fighting and start living more in harmony. All right. I hope this helps you today. I hope it scrambles your eggs a little bit, gets you thinking. Um, you know, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. Uh, I, I'd love to answer them for you. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.